In my efforts to keep y'all informed and up to date about what is happening in the YouTube world, this episode is dedicated to teaching you everything you need to know about YouTube shorts. Welcome to the Women of YouTube podcast. This podcast is hosted by me, Desiree Martins. Every week, I'm going to be showing up in your earbuds to inspire you on your YouTube journey with killer interviews with women YouTube creators, deep dives into the inner workings of how YouTube works, and discussing all the things about YouTube culture and the impact it is having on our world. So if you're a female creator looking to grow your channel, level up your content, and learn from the best women creators on the platform to get you on your way to YouTube success and future-proofing your income, this is the perfect place for you. Let's do this. What up, ladies? Welcome to another episode of the Women of YouTube podcast. Normally, we do a lot of interviews up in here, but this one is going to be very much a deep dive into what you need to know about how YouTube shorts work. For those of you that don't know, YouTube shorts are short form video, vertical video content that is being put up on YouTube. This is very different than YouTube stories um, and community tabs and all that stuff. Basically, YouTube is trying to capitalize in on what has been happening with TikTok and Instagram Reels. There was this very big realization that like TikTok kind of stepping on YouTube's toes because it's so easy to get sucked into short form content and you consume so much more of it than long form content. Let's not even begin to talk about like what happens with how many people are like using the phone, the vertical video format, like to make this happen. If those of you don't know, Jessica was actually one of the first guests on the Women of YouTube podcast. We'll make sure to link to her episode in our show notes, but she has been able to grow a massive, and I mean massive new YouTube channel, all for shorts, like over 60,000 subscribers in two months, y'all. Like that is insanely, like just insane. So in this interview, we deep dive into it. I ask as many questions that I can think of and she really breaks down for us what you can do. And by the end of this podcast episode, you're going to have a specific checklist of what to do so that you can have success with YouTube shorts. Without further ado, let's dive in. Jessica, thank you so much for coming back on to the Women of YouTube show to share your insights and brilliance to help us figure out what the what are <laughs> shorts <laughs> what the what what the what are youtube shorts? so tell us what the what are youtube shorts <laughs> youtube shorts is youtube's uh answer to tiktok i i mean basically that's what it is youtube saw tiktok as a huge threat which they should and they decided to create something to compete with that so how exactly can youtube compete with shorts because like my experience with TikTok has always been around like it's about like audio clips and trends and you know, you're using a lot of other people's stuff. Like you're just straight up using movie and music, you know, copyrighted content and stuff. And so so how is YouTube like doing their own thing around it? So right now, if you have access to the shorts dashboard, YouTube does have some music and things like that that you can record with. Um, other than that, if you're if you're uploading stuff that doesn't belong to you, you're you're going to get hit with copyright. Uh, there are a lot of original content creators on TikTok that don't use trending audio, that don't use music and things like that. And that those are the people that I think are really going to do well on YouTube shorts. You don't have to use all that audio and stuff. You can make short term short form content and be original. 
So talk us through like the details of shorts. So like, like if I was to create a short for the first time, like what do I need to know? How do I do this correctly? Like, and then we, then we need to ask why, why are we doing this? <laughs> so realistically, like I said, shorts is short form content, just like TikTok, like Instagram reels, all of that. I feel like if you're looking to get into shorts and you've never dealt with short form content before, you've, you've heard that YouTube shorts is now a thing and you're like, oh my gosh, I want to jump on this, but I've never done short form content. You're going to have a much longer learning. It's going to take you a little bit longer to figure out what you're doing. If you've already done things that have been successful on YouTube reels or successful on TikTok, and you want to get into YouTube shorts, my first piece of advice is to take your content that you already have, that you already know is working. You can download it off of TikTok without the watermark, or if you have the original files that you created your TikTok with or your reel with, take those and upload them to YouTube and see how they go. Um, a lot of people are going to upload them and they're going to be like, oh, I, I uploaded a short and it's been a week and nothing's happened. That's okay. It took me on my channel over a month, almost a month and a half before the channel finally started to take off. So like, the, there's so many things that, that you can do with shorts. You know, do I start a new channel? Do I not start a new channel? Do I, do I put them on the channel I have now? You know, there's, I feel like it's, it's so new and there's so many questions surrounding it right now that we could literally talk about it forever <laughs> or at least for a whole podcast yeah let's so. do that <laughs> <laughs> so you said something interesting and i think it's important to talk about so you said uh, two things so the first one is repurposing content because you right. know that's my jam as a content creator and a content marketer i'm like repurpose until you're blue in the face yep so it is so you are saying thumbs up download your reels and your tiktoks and put them up on youtube Yes. I, like so, I said, you can take the TikTok watermark off of it. I would, you know, and there's, there's ways you can do that. I would definitely do that, but yes, take what you already have and use it. Now with that, how do we like what YouTube principles are we applying to? Cause like when I'm uploading a YouTube video, I'm like insanely thinking through my titles, like my thumbnail right. is like my life obsession my descriptions, my hashtags, my, right. my, my, all of the things, what am I doing in regards to that part of it when it comes to shorts? So a lot of the rules of YouTube, when it comes to shorts, you basically just uh, throw them out the window. Now <laughs> that's, that's not, not confusing. Say, yeah, I know. Right now that's not to say all of them. I have talked to, I'm in a lot of groups with a lot of different people and we're gathering a lot of data on shorts. Like what's working? What are you doing? Are you doing titles and thumbnails? Me personally, I am doing normal titles, normal thumbnails, normal description, normal tags. The description can be seen on shorts, on the shorts shelf. There's a little button that you can click and it pulls down and it pulls up the description. I do pinned comments because those also work on short shelves. The thumbnails as you're scrolling through the short shelf don't mean anything. But as you start to grow your shorts channel, if you're choosing to put the content out to your subscribers, those videos are showing up in their notification boxes and their subscription feeds after they subscribe to you. So instead of 
not putting the time and effort into the titles and the thumbnails. I personally am. I do know people who are not and their videos are doing just fine. So right now I think it's kind of a mix, but because I'm trying to grow a channel around this, I want to make sure that when my subscribers, you know, are on their YouTube page and they're like, oh, look, I recognize those dogs. I want to click that video, even though it's a short and they're not seeing it in the short shelf. I want that thumbnail to and that title to fit in with the standards of what you would normally do for a regular YouTube video. Now, shorts are very specific for mobile more than anything. Yes. And so when I, and I usually see shorts either when I'm scrolling my home feed and also when I'm watching a video and like there's a suggested videos under it, there's always that whole row of shorts. Yes. And, and I'm sure that it's like the title matters and then the picture matters. So is the picture that shows up the thumbnail or is it something that's like auto picked or something else? A lot of what is showing up on that short shelf is auto picked by YouTube currently. Okay. That doesn't mean it won't change. I don't know what their plans are in the future. So right now, like when I structure my thumbnails for my short videos, I'm trying to make sure that the the majority of it is in the center of that 16 by nine. I try to make sure the like the main focus of the thumbnail is right in the center. So at if some point in time they do change it so that that becomes the shorts thumbnail, I won't have to go back through and change it all. <laughs> So then the thumbnail is for like the channel feed, not for anything yes. other than that. The channel feed, uh, when you like, when you're on your, your desktop on YouTube and you go to your subscription feed, the shorts will show up there. If you have them set to notify subscribers, they will show up there. So where you're seeing everybody else's fancy thumbnails, your thumbnails will show up there. And that's why I think there is, there is some, well, and I have some proof of concept of actually doing that. Like, when the shorts go up, it takes a couple of days for them to get to that short shelf. My videos normally hit about 5,000 to 10,000 viewers before they even hit the short shelf. And I think it has a lot to do with the fact that I am putting the time and effort into the, the thumbnails and the titles because most of my traffic is coming from browse and suggested within that first couple of days before it hits the short shelf. That poor puppy. This is all of the love. <laughs> She's like, She's like, hey, you said my best friend was coming over. She's not here yet. <laughs> She's probably like, where are my shorts? It's like, you're talking about shorts. I have some thoughts. Right. <laughs> Let me go with my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she should be here because. Right. You are the star. You are. <laughs> the other one's sleeping under my feet. The other one's good. This one, not so much. <laughs> yeah, I have. My dog will either be under my feet or she'll be on the pillow right by, on the side of the door. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> the paw, man. I love it. Right. All right. Okay, so you've been talking about channels. So you talked about putting uh, creating a channel just for shorts. And yeah. I'm guessing, and I know people are also putting shorts on their existing YouTube channels. Talk to me about your decision specifically about making them separate. So basically, because shorts were so new, and because my main channel has just over a million subscribers on it, I didn't want to upset the ecosystem of my main channel. So I decided to run my test with starting a brand new channel, seeing if I could grow it. And then like my plan is eventually I want to start putting longer form content on that channel and test it and see how it goes. I now that I've been doing this for almost three months now with shorts, I'm building out a content strategy to test it on my main channel. I have had friends that are doing it on their main channels and it's working great for them. I would advise anybody that's thinking about doing a shorts channel, if you're going to do it on your main channel, you really wanna build out a content strategy. What are you going to offer people with 
a video that's less than one minute. So if you're normally uploading 10 minute videos, what value can you bring to your audience in less than a minute? And is it worth attempting to do this? You know, so like I, I have a friend of mine that does um, food reviews. So he, he goes to like fast food places and he does these different food reviews, but he's got always got like these random candy bars or the bootleg snacks. You know, he's always got these weird snacks and he's like, I can't do a full video on this. So he's now testing out short form content where he's doing vertical less than a minute videos where he's reviewing those foods that really don't need a long video. And he is starting to see success with it. So he kind of, you know, like I said, really built out this strategy around what am I doing how can I offer this to my audience? I've talked to a lot of people who've said they've put up shorts without saying anything to anybody. And you'll, your audience gets confused. Why is this video vertical? Why is this video so short? What are you doing? So my other suggestion is if you're going to put it on your main channel, there's a, there's a few options. You can not have it go out to your subscribers. You can uncheck that notify subscribers and then they won't get notified of it. You'll confuse less of your audience. The other thing is, is talk to your audience make a community post or make a video that says, Hey, I'm going to start offering, you know, one minute tip Tuesdays. You know, if you're, if you're doing a channel with tips and this is what it's going to be, and this is what it's going to look like. And it's going to be really exciting and it's going to come out every Tuesday and it's going to be a one minute tip. So they know what's coming. Like those would be, if you're going to do it on your main channel, those would be some of my, you know, like tips and suggestions. Don't just start throwing it out there. Cause I, it will confuse your audience. I think it sounds like what you need to do is create unique content very like specifically for vertical yes. that has to do that would support your channel. So like for, for me, for example, because I talk about growing your business with better content marketing, I would probably do like a woman minute content tip or like, Hey, let me show you this new thing that you can do on social. And it would yes. be these really quick things that could be consumed vertically and, and be helpful and be almost an, it's almost like it's like, a little extra, like a little yes. extra icing for the audience who went in comparison or in tandem with your long form content. The other thing is, is like for, for like a channel like that, you know, it's also a really good way to get out new, like news things, you know, like uh, YouTube is uh, studying with that new thing called clips. You could make a one minute video, talk about clips and say, next week, we're going to do a full video on this. So make sure you're, make sure you're subscribed, click that bell and end your short. So, you know, you, there's, there's so many ways you could do behind the scenes videos while you're filming a video, film a one minute of what's going on. Let people know next week, you're going to get to see this whole video. Like, I feel like there's a lot of ways, there's a lot of ways you can give that value to your audience using short form content. So do you and, think it's okay then to use shorts promotionally like a story or do you think it's important to lead with value and then encourage the call to action for like subscribe and catch the next? I think you should have a happy mix of both. I don't think that shorts should solely be used to promote because I just don't think that's going to work. I think it's going to be too much, you know, too much of every time they see your short, they're going to go, this is just another promotion for the next video. I'll just wait for the next video, or this is just a promotion to buy this. I'm just going to not watch it. So I feel like if you have a happy balance, like again, my shorts are on a separate channel, but the last week I made a treat video while I was film filming the video, I did a behind the scenes short 
and told people, hey, if you guys want to see the whole thing, head on over to youtube.com slash gone to the snow dogs, which is my main channel, and check out the whole recipe and see what the dogs thought. So what, was the, it, so what was the start of that video? The start of it was kind of like what I do with all the rest of my videos. There's, there's not, it's very, my short form content with the dogs is very non-structured. It's more of like, hey, I'm here with the dogs and this is what we're doing. Like, I don't really have a structure to it. While we were filming, I just kind of pulled out the camera. I showed what we were doing, talked about it a little bit, showed the dogs licking all the stuff off the counter because that's what was happening in the moment. And then at the end of it, I just did a short little plug, head on over to the other channel if you want to see it. So it wasn't really like, it didn't feel like this structured push. It was kind of just this like, hey, we have this. If you want to go see it, go see it. <laughs> And then on my shorts, um, I do use cards and end screens on some of them because if people watch it within YouTube, not on the short shelf, they will still see cards and end screens as well. So, you know, there, there's there's certain things that I don't know that they, they work as well as they do in a long form video. And you definitely don't want to put them at the beginning because it's such a short video. You don't want people clicking and leaving, you know, and the, even the end screens, you want it like 10 seconds, not 20 seconds, as short as it can be. I use end screens on the videos where I have full versions of the videos on my other channel. That's when I use them. If I don't, I don't use them. Okay. So I also feel like this is an important thing to say. Okay. Let me actually, let me ask this first. What is the barrier to entry for shorts? Like, do you have to have like a, so like, for example, in order to get stories, on your phone, you have to hit the 10K mark, right? Right. You know, and to get the community tab, you have to have the 1,000K mark. What right. is the barrier to entry with shorts? There is no barrier for entry with shorts. The okay. only thing you have to do, uh, if you have the shorts dashboard, you can upload through that, but that only allows, currently only allows you to upload 15 second videos. If you want to upload shorts, you need to upload 16 by 9 videos that are less than one minute and use the hashtag shorts in either the title or the description. The, YouTube says you don't have to, that they'll be able to pick up that it's a short video, but I would highly encourage that you do because I, that kind of seems to get you in there a little bit sooner. You can also do square format video, which I don't recommend, but square format video works as well as long as it's under one minute. But you basically can just upload it in vertical format, the nine by 16 format and use the hashtag shorts and you have a chance to be shown on the shorts shelf. So what would then be the difference for those of us that do have um, stories unlocked for Instagram or for Instagram, stories unlocked for YouTube? What's the difference? The difference is shorts is being served out differently than stories to see stories. You know, you pretty much pretty much the only way you're going to see stories is if you click on the stories or same thing. Like if you're scrolling through on your mobile feed, you can click on stories and then kind of go through people's stories. Shorts can still be seen everywhere on YouTube. You might be watching on your computer and it may show up as suggested or recommended. Um, but it's mainly like you once you get into that short shelf, you have that scroll up feature a lot like TikTok. So the I think the the biggest difference is, is people view stories differently than they do the short content. The short content is kind of that scrolling up. We're just going to keep going. And uh, the, the next thing they see isn't going to be something of yours or might be something of yours as they're going through that that shorts shelf. Uh, 
shorts youtube is pushing shorts out to more people unlike stories stories they do stories they will push out to people that aren't in your audience they will do that as people are scrolling through stories shorts they're doing it 10 times the amount what they do with stories so i think you have a with with shorts you have a better chance to reach a broader audience faster and i think that's really help transition to shooting DSLR because then I won't be as careless or like I know how it's going to affect my process afterward. Yeah, that's that's a really interesting point that you you put out there, right? Like we're so <laughs> it's like photos have become and content in general can mm -hmm. turn into like a huge commodity, right? Like cuz yeah. You could take, you know, you want to like I'm guilty of this when I go out to restaurants too, right? Where you go out and you want to get like the best shot of your of your food, but you're like taking I'm taking like 10, 20 shots. <laughs> exactly. Just like that. Spending Just, like five minutes going like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's like, and know? it's like if if you were if you were doing that with a with the film camera, you have to be more intentional. You just heard a teaser from the awesome new podcast, The Video Craft Show. The Video Craft Show is a weekly video podcast about the craft and business of content creation. Whether you're an aspiring creative or established video veteran, this show is here to inspire you and help you along your journey. This podcast is actually hosted by John Santiago as he interviews makers and creators about their stages and stories about building their own audience through video. This podcast actually came out brand making new on January 19th of 2021, and I cannot love this podcast more. So if you are looking for more stories and more ways to be a better creator and business owner, this is definitely the podcast that you are going to want to check out. You can find them at thevideocraftshow.com or you can find more information about them and this super awesome new podcast on our show notes at womenofyoutube.com. All right, back to the interview. All right, I dig it. I think that we've got a really good handle on like the, the meat of of what we should do with shorts and and all this stuff. Why should we do shorts? Like we talked a lot about the what and the how, but why should we be doing shorts? I the biggest reason I think people should attempt it is right now vertical content is killing it. TikTok is killing it. TikTok is taking a lot of viewership away from YouTube. And if you can't figure out how to conquer this short form content, it's like everything else that changes, you know, as we go through this, this social media, everything changes all the time. This is one more thing that you've got to learn to master because it's, it's the thing right now. It, it is the thing you've got TikTok, you've got Instagram reels. Uh, what is it? Twitter has fleet. Now there's so many platforms right now that are that, and then of course, YouTube shorts that are jumping onto this vertical trend of video I, I just feel like I, I feel like you it's it's you have to master it if you want to stay relevant. And again, it's just one more it's just one more way to get your content out there to an even broader audience. Do you think that the reason? Stop. <laughs> oh my gosh! Go go see who's here. Go 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 go. They're both in there bugging you. <laughs> 
They were being so good before we started. <laughs> Honestly, it's fine. Like, I mean, I have, they're, they're, I mean, they're your kids. Kids are right. really loud and, and they want your attention all the time. Like, right. All the time. I'm yeah. surprised my kids aren't tapping on my door because it's <laughs> for me to be home. So it's fine. Right. Right. <laughs> so yeah. they're like, what? We want mommy, 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 mommy. Right. So I totally get you. I totally right. get you. So for people that are, that, a lot of YouTubers struggle with time. And, and a lot of times it's because the, you, you're, as you're becoming a YouTuber and as you're growing as a YouTuber, it's not like your full-time gig. It's not something that you can give all of your attention. And it, it's not something that like, it's kind of like, it's already hard enough to get my one video out a week. Like, how am I supposed to do this too? What, what can we do for them? Like, how can we help them and, and advise them and show them like, look, this is, this is important. You have to do this. Also, also here's, here's, here's help. How can we make this happen for you? <laughs> I, I really feel like when it comes to content creation and time, you have to, you have to make sacrifices with other things, you know, yeah. like it's, you're not going to sit down and watch a movie and a TV show. Instead, you're making content. You you give up a lot of a normal life to make content, which, you know, it's hard, especially when you have kids or you have dogs and you're, you know, you have to give up so much of what you do. Mm -hmm. I think when it comes to vertical content for people to like break into this space a little bit, use what you have. Don't worry about reshooting things. Don't worry about putting all new. See what you already have, what you've already shot. Maybe you have footage that you took of something that didn't work for anything else. See if you can find something that you already have and test it out on vertical so that you're not initially putting a whole bunch of extra time into it. And then the other thing I would suggest is while you're filming, while you're filming your videos and you kind of have, have your content strategy built out, remember to have your phone there with you and Film a short video, film a short video while you're filming, you know, you're already in this mode and you're filming this video and I'm going to do this and this and this. And I'm also going to film one, one minute video extra, you know, like, I feel like if you can kind of, I don't add it into your process, like your your process, people shouldn't get overwhelmed. And the other thing is, is I also don't feel like short form content works for everybody. I don't think it's going to work for every channel. For some channels, it may just be a bonus. For some channels, it really may help them, you know, break out of the mold and and grow. But I don't think it's for everybody. But I think everybody should find a way to take the time and put a little bit of effort into it and see what can happen. The other thing is, is if you're now, if you're a YouTuber, your main focus is YouTube and you're making short form content now for shorts, you can repurpose that for TikTok. You can repurpose it for Reels. And it only takes a few seconds for you to go. You can upload to TikTok straight from your computer now. You just upload it, put it out there, see what happens. Uh, Snapchat Spotlight, which you know, how, how many people have you heard talk about Snapchat lately? Snapchat Spotlight, short form content. You take that short form content and you blast it all over and you see where it hits. I know it sounds crazy, but you just never know where it's going to pick up. So you know, the thing is, is like you said, people that are already like, oh my gosh, I don't have any more time for this. Take the extra five minutes and make that short form content, test it, see if it works. It might not work. It might not be something you enjoy. Don't feel like you have to do it, but I would, I would try it. <laughs> Why do you think it is YouTube, the long form horizontal platform is getting into shorts? I think that they saw a huge hit 
when TikTok really started to blow up. I will fully admit when I started to get into TikTok, because I have just over 700,000 followers on TikTok. When I really started to get into TikTok and I was uploading TikToks every day, now I'm every other day on TikTok, I stopped watching YouTube. I was not, I was, I was doing all my YouTube stuff, but I was not watching my normal creators. I was on TikTok every day. It was so easy. You can, you can consume so much more content so much more quickly. And I think that YouTube saw that I'm 100% sure in their analytics and their back as TikTok started to make this rise, YouTube was like, oh my gosh, we're there. There are people that are leaving us. How many people were like, I pulled up TikTok and like I lost two hours. It's so easy to do. You can consume so much more content. And I think the thing that's so brilliant about TikTok and Reels too, like I don't know how Instagram stole the algorithm of TikTok, but I love that I can go to my search and Instagram and click on Reels. And I'm just serviced yep. a variety in the way that I am with TikTok. It's nothing to do with who I follow. Yep. I, I, the people I follow that make Reels, I see those on my home feed. Yes. And I will 100% watch those. And I think that that's the genius of it. Yes. I think that that's the biggest thing. The YouTube algorithm has become this. Um, I always make the joke that you're constantly chasing the dragon when it comes to YouTube. You've you got to really do everything right. You've got to have your playlists right and your titles and your thumbnails and everything has to be perfect. And if it's not perfect, YouTube doesn't care. And if it's not, you know, there's so much about it that you can't just put up a video like you used to be able to years ago and people would see it. And I feel like TikTok's algorithm brought that back. You could literally have never put up a video before in your life, put up a video on TikTok, put up the second video on TikTok. And now you've got 300,000 views and 20,000 followers overnight. And I feel like that is one of those things that, um, that is, if YouTube shorts can figure that out, I think it'll be amazing. My, my Alexa is yelling at me. <laughs> I think that I think that if YouTube Shorts can take that algorithm and apply that type of thing, like Reels is as well, I think it brings back freedom for creators in a way. You know, like like I said, I have my main channel. And it, it, it's, some days it does great, some days it doesn't. I started this new channel, and it is growing faster than any other YouTube channel I have ever started ever in the 11 years I've been doing YouTube. I've never had a channel grow this fast this quickly ever. And that's just one more reason you should try short form. Do you think that, um, okay, so I want to talk more about this algorithm thing. So currently with the YouTube shorts, when I'm watching a short and I'm going, I'm swiping up for the next one, is it just the people I'm subscribed to or is it dishing me new stuff? Very similar to reels and TikTok. Yep. You're getting new, new stuff, new people all the time. One of the things I have found interesting is, I have had people subscribe to my shorts channel who recognize my dogs from my main channel, but for some reason or another, either aren't subscribed anymore, or maybe they were young when they subscribed and don't access that account anymore. So I have had so many, this happened on TikTok too. I've had so many people going, oh my gosh, I remember your voice. I remember your dogs. You were my childhood. So it's kind of like reinvigorated my main channel as well by putting this content out other places people that may have forgotten about us i've been around for 11 years they may have forgotten about us are now finding us again and going back and watching our catalog of content so it's good for bringing like the lost subscribers in and the new people into so how has your shorts channel helped your quote-unquote main channel 
Uh, right now I do like pinned comments to let people know that I have the main channel. And then I do short little behind the scenes videos of okay. my, of my videos and kind of tell people, Hey, if you want to go see this, it's over there. I'm not doing a real, like I said, I'm not doing like this big push. I'm kind of letting my shorts channel right now grow with what it is. You know, a lot of people are like, well, why are you doing this? You know, shorts aren't monetized. That's another confusing thing that YouTube put out there. Shorts can be monetized. And this is a, this is one of those confusing things where everybody's like, but YouTube said, okay, you're right. Shorts shown <laughs> on the shorts shelf. That's a lot of shorts. Shorts shown on the shorts shelf cannot be monetized currently. There are no ads that are shown on them. Short, shorts that are viewed on YouTube, on your desktop, on your phone, on mobile, again, not on the short shelf, just like you would watch any other videos, can still have ads on them. Okay. So, so shorts on the short shelf, no ads. Shorts right. in your feed, yes. ads. Yes. Cool. And so like this is when there'd be a lot of value in having all of the things that you talked about, notifications, the thumbnail, the descriptions, yes, you know, people having the bell on because then they can watch those and see the ad, which it's kind of funny because the ad could be longer than the short itself. Yes. <laughs> you can like get that little teaser. I, I think that this is a really like smart way. I think that I know as a content creator, I talk to people a lot, like you need to be sharing behind the scenes. And one of the things I am is super, I'm super, terrible about is like I don't do the vertical video about the video I'm recording because I'm just like ah, I gotta get the video done ah, I gotta go to the 8 million the other things I'm doing and I like that you made the point of like look this is your job create the content that is not only going to support your bottom line but also makes the platforms happy happy right. and that's it's such a balance and it's so frustrating and I, I love your chasing the dragon analogy because it is like it applies to every social network we are always just trying to figure out how to make them happy today so that like your existing people that are interested yeah. in you see you let alone the new people and so i think that it's important and i love that you you've shared that with us is there anything else we need to know about shorts before we go dive into this ourselves i I feel like, you know, don't be afraid to try it out. This is also a really good time as a creator to try, you know, if you want to try something different, now's the time. Like if you want to start a new shorts channel and, and you have a channel about, I don't know, about boats and you're like, I want to do stuff about boats. I want to do something different. Now, now I want to do a channel about, you know, bicycles, you know, whatever. I'm just giving examples. Now is the time where you could start making short form content. So shorter videos, you don't have to put as much as you're putting into these long form videos. You put a little, mm -hmm. you know, you can put less time into short form content, put it out there and see what happens. Like, and that's my favorite part about new stuff, like, like new tools, new platforms, new things is it's allowed to be rough. Yes. When people are starting, when like people getting into YouTube now, yep. like the barrier to entry is like, the polish level is really kind of like higher than desired. Yes. Like what's needed to do to make a video work. Like I know all of us say, just make a video. Like you have to make a video to figure it out. Like it's and, and yes. you have to be five and 10, 15 videos to really get the data to know what to do right and all that kind of stuff. But like you reach this point where you have to like take in everything yes. to make your videos work. I know, I don't know about you, but for me, recording is the easiest part. 
Yeah. It's like the thumbnail, the title, the description, the things, the shorts now, the posts, the community things, all the things I got to do on all the other social networks. I got to, I know for you, you create like a short form version of it for Facebook. And, you know, there's just so much that goes into it now. Recording is the easy part. What are you, you're you're pointing to a book. What is this book? You 100% need to have a book. I, you know, I have, this is my newest one. So there's nothing in this one yet. And my other one I think is in the other room, but you 100% need to have a book when you have your book? For the video, a notebook. I, this is, this is my, this is my old school, uh, not on the computer. I take a notebook. I write down the video I'm going to do. And I write down shorts, TikTok, Instagram reels, photo, blah, 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 blah whatever I'm doing. And then as I'm filming, I have a checkbox to make sure that I did that. And then when I put up the main video, now I put up the video for this. Now I put up the video for this. Now I put up the video for this. I know a lot of people do this on their computer. There's something to me about taking the pen and writing on a piece of paper. For me, that just works. And that's it. There's Here's the video. This is what I'm going to do. Check, 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 check. When I'm done with that page, I'm done. Okay, cool. I did it. I did what I was supposed to do. Stuff like that can really, really help people. You know, I'm, I'm sure a lot, like I said, a lot, some people use spreadsheets, some people use Google Docs. I'm still an old school notebook person. I have notebooks everywhere. Like, I I have one <laughs> on the right <laughs> computer, branded <laughs> women of YouTube. Yeah, um, but it's where I write my notes down. Cause there's yep. something about writing that helps you remember things that you need to yes. do and have that. There's something also really gratifying about the cross out, right? Yeah. You know? <laughs> Another thing is um, dry erase boards. Get a dry erase board. When you put up a video, these are the things you have to do. And as you do them, you mark them off. And then when they're all done and you're ready to start your next video, wipe them. As you do the next things, mark them off. And then it just, the once you can kind of get into that process of doing it, it does make things a little bit easier. Not that much, but a little bit. <laughs> yeah, no, I think it's great tips. Like that's just a great like creator tip in general. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, I hope that everyone got a lot out of this episode. And I think that, there's a lot to take in. There's a lot it. To take in. <laughs> so, like, if we we're to, let's, let's kind of summarize it. Number one, repurpose. If like to get started with reels, repurpose your existing vertical content. Yes, right, and test it out on your current channel and give it time to work. Yes, uh, go through the same steps with that short that you do for your videos. Create a thumbnail, a title, a description, all this stuff. But you need to add in hashtag shorts. To the yes. title and to the description. We're just going to make that the standard because we're covering our bases here. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Three, when you, as you continue down this road, make creating a short part of your recording process. And remember, it's short. Therefore, the amount of time that it will take to create this short will be short. <laughs> it's, it's really fun. I'm looking into counter. Okay, and then I think then the fourth thing needs to be plan, like when you are creating original short content versus repurposing or whatever, give the value at the beginning and give the call to action to do something related to your channel or your business at the end. So right. in the case of Jessica, it's, hey, um, like dogs are allergic. Uh, dogs love peanut butter. And so I've got this really great recipe that we're doing for new treats video about this is coming out, you know, on this day, definitely right. go check that out. And I'm sure that you also go back, edit it, put the card in. That's like, this video is obviously already out. Go watch it. Right. Situation. Right. 
Now, when you're understanding how this algorithm works, we're trying to figure out how the shorts part of it works is, is it takes a little time to kick up so that YouTube knows what you're doing. And I think that we've all learned this from Daryl Eves, if yeah. you don't know, 21 days, 21 days is the YouTube cycle for them to kind of like refresh your yep. purpose, your being, your existence, so they know what to do with you. So give it that time. How the algorithm of shorts work is very similar to TikTok and to Reels, where when you watch one and you keep swiping up, you're getting served fresh original content. So it's not just about your subscribers. It's not just about you know that thing. It's you're going to bring in old people and new people into your circle. And that's why the savage tip in all of this is make sure that you have a pinned comment driving them to like either a main channel or to like a, a whatever you want them to go to like a very specific right. thing to get more of you. And watch time on shorts does matter just like watch time on regular videos. Okay. So, you know, you want to get the longer you can get people to watch. If you can master looping, uh, you're going to do way better. If you can make it so people don't realize when a video ends and when a video starts, which is a really interesting trick to do with short form content. Uh, the other thing is the other tip for that is a uh, series. You know, you upload part one, part two is coming tomorrow. Part two, we up in two hours. Part two, you see that a lot on TikTok. They do that yeah. because it works. It gets That's my channel for part two. Yes, it gets people to follow. It gets people to, so, you know, there's a lot of, you can take a lot of TikTok tricks and use them for short form content on YouTube as well. Yeah. And I think that the overall thing to do with shorts is try them and test them because yes. nothing is going to be worse than when YouTube has it on lock and you are behind the times and you're having to play catch up. Yes. Right? You listening to this podcast already makes you more savvy than the rest. Get into it, y'all, because you're not going to want to miss out on what this can do for you. And I, I would love it if you listen to this and you're like, okay, I'm savagely going to the first time you create a YouTube short, go share in our Women of YouTube Facebook group. And if you're not in there, go join the Facebook group and then share your short with us so we can go watch and see what you're doing. And I know I'll, we'll have Jessica up there sharing stuff. I'll be on there because I'm going to start doing this too, because she just told me I had to. And if I don't do it, I'm a bad, like hostess, you know, <laughs> so it's going to be this whole thing. Okay. So share with us what you're doing so we can all learn about this together. Cause we are learning this all kind of together. This yes. is still super new and it's going to be, if you're looking for a leg up, I think this is it for you. Yeah. You just, you, you never know if, you know, YouTube's going to pick it up and put it on the short shelf and you, you just never know what, what could happen. I grew a channel to 62,000 subscribers in less than what, two months, two and a half months. That's insane. Some of us, I've been on YouTube for th three and a half years and I am um, uh, on track to hit 20K in like the end of February. So, I mean, that's so amazingly impressive. Okay. So f with that, Jessica, where can people go watch your shorts channel? So my shorts channel can be found by, you can either search snow dogs shorts, or you can go to youtube.com slash snow dogs shorts. Perfect. We'll have a link that in our show notes. And I will also make sure that we bullet point out what we've kind of listed here. So that if you want to like go print that page on the site or something, you can reference it for, for what you're doing. Cause again, this is super new and important. I think it's honestly really great foundation stuff for all your vertical content. Yes. So 100%. if you're going to, as someone who talks about repurposing content all the time, take the video you make for YouTube shorts and put it everywhere versus the other way around. Because unlike Instagram, TikTok, or Facebook, 
YouTube will pay you with AdSense money. Yep. So remember that. All right. <laughs> thank you so much, Jessica, for your time, your genius. You Thank you for taking the time to figure all this out so that we can learn from you. <laughs> So, and Jessica, you, your awesome dogs and everyone that is listening, you're impossibly amazing. Thank you so much. See you next time. Bye. Thank you for listening to the women of YouTube podcast. We would love to know what you thought about this latest episode. So make sure to tag us with hashtag women of YouTube with your thoughts. And if you really love this episode, be sure to leave us a review on iTunes to make the podcast gods and Phil over at TubeBuddy happy.